1: Good morning, you're listening to Making Life Writer Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams, and today we have very special guest, Fiona Joy, who's come all the way from Australia to not only play for us, since she is a, going to be a Grammy contender this year with her new album that's out, and she is a solo pianist and a composer. Oh, my God, wait till you hear this. She is a treat, and she played for us last night, and wow, she has a new album out called Into the Mist, and you're
2: going to hear some of that today. Welcome, Fiona. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Oh, it's so wonderful. I'm glad you've come. And... You have been at your launch party, which was sponsored by Sony Records just last week. So tell us what you're doing, because we met at the Grammys last year, and I was so blown away. And I've, I've met all these great artists, and you stood out as one of these people that is not only the embodiment of what you're playing, but you are carrying with you this energy of
2: beauty through your music. So talk to us a little bit about what you just released at the Sony launch party. Uh, it was my album called into the mist solo piano and it's with blue coast records so we actually they're actually content partners for sony for high resolution music so we released the album uh, in the sony sponsored high res magic bus (laughs) which uh, it has the reputation of being the world's best uh, car audio system and it was just amazing you can only put five people in it at a time but you could listen to the album in quad dsd which is currently one of the highest formats that you can listen to music in and it was great for me except that i could you can hear every detail you can hear yourself breathing you know you can hear every every pedal um every little well, I hate to say this, but you can almost hear little the little slips that you make, because this is all done in one take, because it's high resolution. So it's important, it's imperative that you play it perfectly, but whoever does that? <laughs> well, obviously, if you can
1: do that, you are moving and channeling your guided inspirations down through your hands. And from what we saw last night, it is exactly that. Fiona's music is joyful, it's beautiful, it's moody, it's it's
2: insightful it's deep and it's something you have to experience and to to be honest it's all about the energy that you put into the performance not the perfection of the performance and sometimes it's the fragility of how you play something you know it's that it's going where the music came from when you wrote it and that can make you hesitate it can make you cry it can make you um, feel whatever whatever it it is that inspired you to write the piece of music and that's what you want to hear in the performance not the perfection not i'm not a russian concert pianist i'm you know i'm somebody that that writes from the heart you're fiona joy
1: (laughs) i love your name (laughs)
2: thank you
1: (laughs) so tell us about into the mist tell us the inspiration behind this album and i love the cover of it i love just the dress and the the moodiness and the into the mist with the dress, I mean everything about it feels like we 're moving
2: into a an experience like that yeah there 's actually a whole story around that dress, but um, i 'll I'll concentrate on the music <laughs> when i when I write it 's always conceptual. Um I write about thoughts images, emotions um, sometimes it's my own life somebody somebody else's life whatever it is that comes to me that needs to be written about so each song has its own story and because i'm I'm writing it within the context of a of a single concept an album context uh, an album concept it it all sits together in the same space and and works and and so when you wrote this
1: what were you thinking well how did it come to you give us an example of a few of your your favorite songs off this album and and the stories behind that inspiration
2: okay um which which song to concentrate is always the tricky one (laughs) uh i think galloping um is one of my favorite tracks on the album and that's possibly the most the most different because there's i'm channeling a little bit of I'm not going to say anger, I'm going to say frustration. And it's about the music industry and it's about the frustration of trying to to keep up with something that's moving faster than any of us can deal with. You know, where is it going? Where is our income? How do we monetize this? How do we how do we keep up with the industry? And yet because um, because of the way I write, there's beauty and sadness and sadness in beauty. So people take Galloping as being this really beautiful song and I'm thinking, hmm, I'm actually channeling a little bit of anger in there. Um, but that's one of my favourite tracks. Uh, the other one would be um, probably Moon Over the Lotus Pond, which was given to me as a bit of a challenge because I tour China quite a bit and and as a a cultural exchange, and I'm often asked, could I please play a couple of Chinese pop songs? What is a Chinese pop song? Well, that's a really good question, particularly considering I'm a neoclassical New Age piano player. (laughs) So I have to try, I have to try and play this song and maybe arrange it so that it's actually a representation of something I would play. And by the time I'm finished with it, it's this beautiful kind of neoclassical song and the audience is sitting there saying, we really love this. Which song are you playing? <laughs> you almost have a new version. <laughs> it's a totally new version, yes. You could release the uh, China-only versions of your songs. I, well, I did on this album. I, I did with Moon <laughs> Over the Lotus Pond, it's, and it sounds very Chinese. And, you know, it's, it's really, uh, I love going to China, actually. I, re, I really enjoy it, and I think it's, it's a great track to have on there because it's, it's done with love.
1: I can imagine travelling the Chinese countryside from venue to venue, what that must be
2: like. Tell us a little bit about your journey and how that affects you. Sometimes you travel a thousand kilometres in a day and then you do a sound check and you do a concert for maybe 1,500 people solo for an hour and a half. It's it's emotionally draining. It's not physically draining because you can sleep all day on the train if you want to, you're not tired. Um, But you're emotionally very tired because my mantra before I walk on stage is, dear God, you gave me this gift. Please help me to share it with the audience as best I can. That's beautiful. So I walk on stage and I give everything I have to give. And I'm I'm exhausted by the end of it. And the next day I'm usually totally flat and Mm. I need to somehow rebuild myself so that I have something to give to the audience the following night. I don't think most people in the world understand that process they just expect someone who's
1: great at their craft and their talent to just keep giving and performing but it is you're feeling your audience you're feeling the music you're feeling the inspiration in the moment
2: and that all takes focus it does take focus and the thing that has surprised me the most is that i keep asking the question how do I fill myself back up? It's not audience applause that fills me up. It's not even the people coming afterwards saying, please, can you sign this? Can I have my photo? Can, you know, I really loved your concert. That doesn't fill me back up. It leaves me empty and drained at the end of a tour. And what fills me back up is sitting at the piano and writing more music you know th- th- that combination. I think I've seen
1: that I've witnessed this now
2: <laughs> the, the combination of of new notes that you've never discovered before is what sets my soul on fire <laughs> so
1: you're perpetually composing you're perpetually creating and writing as as you're
2: refueling absolutely to me that's like you might you know, use pen and paper. Somebody else might sit and, and do yoga. We all have to have a way to, to offload, um, you know, take that load off our shoulders. And for me, it's absolutely, it's at the piano. That's, that's how I write my, write my world. And how often do you travel and tour? I travel, I usually tour China twice a year. Um, it's a little bit tricky here. I would love to do that, but visas right now are... Let's not go into that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we, we won't talk about no. visas, but if you'd like to host Fiona, Fiona excuse me, at a house party or a private event that is specific and with a proper piano, then she might be willing to delve into the issue of visas to come and perform her art for you, which is spectacular. I don't need a
2: visa for house concerts. That would be perfect.
1: Ah, there you go, see? And you could actually experience this among a group of people, and her art, which is what this is, is of the highest class, and it's channeling such beautiful, beautiful music as was witnessed last night here. And um, we, of course, don't have that level of of playing piano here that could showcase her at her very best. now. Am I to understand that you're
2: playing in the U.S. sometime in the fall, coming up? I am. I'm playing at Carnegie Hall, which is so exciting. Um, I'm in a new band with, it's called Flow. And it's actually with Will Ackerman, Lawrence Blatt and Jeff Foster. And it's the first band that Will Ackerman's been in because he founded Wyndham Hill Records. And he he produces all my studio-produced independent label albums. So that's really exciting. Carnegie Hall? What does it feel like that you're going to go and play at Carnegie Hall? Well, it's not the big hall. It's one of the halls underneath. So I have to, you know... It's still in Carnegie Hall. I know. I wish it was the big one. That's what I want to do. Okay. Well, we'll put that forward for you, that one day you'll be playing
1: in Carnegie Hall and, and winning more Grammys and Oscars and all those good things for your music because it's certainly at that level of inspiration and beauty and I believe in watching everyone here last night that they were so moved by it inside and out and Into the Mist is the name of this album that she's just released and the audiophile edition is is what it is now could you explain briefly the audiophile and the, the quality that people don't understand for
2: us? Well, people can download the album from Blue Coast Records um, at Quad DSD. In fact, there's a number of format options that you can download. But the physical disc that we've reproduced is an SACD, so that's a Super Audio CD, and it has it also has the regular CD label uh, layer, so you can still play it in the car or on a regular player. Um, but it's it just has that extra um, audio file quality. So what is this? particular audio file quality that people don't know about yet? Well, I believe it's the future of music, high-resolution formats. Um, we've we've been listening now to MP3s for so long that that people have forgotten how important it is to really listen to music, that music should be so much more dimensional than what we do with an MP3, which is compress our files down to something that represents the music but there's a lot of information missing so when you listen to something like this SACD or if you download it even higher than that you just sit there and it's it's like listening to, to music that surrounds it's like what your ear would listen to it's listening to music as as I intended it to be heard. Yes. You played it exactly. technically. Exactly, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wow,
1: that's fantastic. So you'll have to go and check out, you can go to fionajoy.com and learn more about Fiona. And we're going to continue to talk to her about her music and the albums because they're just stunning. And then we get the treat of her playing, not on the most fantastic piano, but on a favorable piano that's at our disposal to hear her gift. And so we will have her play for us, and you get to experience. Just a little bit of what she's talking about But you'll have to go to check out Those high resolution audio files To really take away that experience And it's worth every penny People don't understand what it takes for artists To create something and in this case Fiona is a prime example of that Her artwork is not an mp3 file It's a feeling that you have to capture Through the highest resolution and actually feel So you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio This is with Fiona Joy today We'll be right back
4: Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com come to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America
3: to a free Rome sanctuary.
1: And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host Winifred Adams. And today we have special guests from Australia: recording artist, composer, and solo pianist Fiona Joy. And we were just discussing Fiona's recent album launch at the Sony um, sponsored event here in Los Angeles last week. And she is just released Into the Mist. And I've asked her to play something for us, and She's going to play on My Baby Grand, which is not fully tuned, so those of you out there that are perfectionists, you can just put that aside for a moment because she's going to make this piano sing for us and we get to have a taste of her beauty and talent as it comes through her fingers on this piano to play a piece of that album. So here's Fiona Joy playing one of her songs. There we have beautiful piece by Fiona Joy. And what was the name of that
2: piece? It's part of uh, an opus, and it's actually the first movement of the opus. Uh, so it's it's kind of a travelling piece, and it's it's a dark sort of um, you sort of imagine that you're going somewhere, and it leads you into the opus.
1: Oh, it's beautiful! Absolutely stunning! Absolutely stunning. FionaJoy.com is where you can find Fiona's music and. Fiona has had over a hundred million spins on on Pandora. A hundred million, did you hear that? A hundred
2: million for her work. I mean, that's just, that's unbelievable. How does that make you feel? I'm actually quite surprised. And the odd thing is it's it's one so, it's one, always one song, you know, right at the top of the list that gets some ridiculous number of plays, and it's the title track off Blue Dream. And it's a really simple piece, but it's so accessible because it's very melodic. What's the name of that? It, it's called Blue Dream. It's mm-hmm. the title track, and when I play it, um, People cry and so I I guess they really love it and it gets 75,000 plays a week just that one song. (laughs) Did you ever think when you sat down to write these that it
1: would translate to people across the world this way? I mean obviously as an artist it's your hope that people will receive it. But did you ever think that you know someone sitting down
2: like every minute listening to this? No. I'm actually surprised that I'm where I am. I'm surprised that so many doors have opened. Uh, It's, you know, it's always always a struggle to some degree because you want to do really well and you want to make a living out of it and you want to be viable as a musician within the industry. I'm just so grateful that so many people um, love the music and buy the music and that encourages me, gives me permission to write more music, which is the main thing for me.
1: Absolutely, and it's it's your rejuvenation and your your rebalancing yeah. for you. Tell us a little bit about the awards that you've received so far, because this album, you know,
2: signature synchronicity, was up for just about everything. It, it actually got really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> you you put these things into awards because you think, oh, you know, you you should be there and it'll be good on the resume, but it it was a finalist of or won everything except the Grammy, but it had a song on it that was on a Grammy-winning album that I'd written for a Grammy-winning album a few years earlier. So the album, I started to get embarrassed. I started to sort of put my head down, oh no, I can't possibly win one <laughs> more
3: award.
2: <laughs> That's so wonderful. <laughs> this, is, this all happened in the last year. In the last year, yeah. The, the album was a finalist in the independent, oh sorry, it won the Independent Music Awards in two categories. It was um, a finalist in the International Acoustic Music Awards, the Hollywood Music and Media Awards. Um, it was up for Album of the Year and Best Piano Album from the the Radio Voted International mu- uh, ZMR Awards, um, the U.S. Songwriting Awards. I it just became embarrassing. <laughs> I think it's it's delightful, and you should be proud of that because okay. it's it speaks of
1: that level of dedication and what we talked about last segment where people don't recognize what it takes to make this music Mm -hmm. and that you know everyone today wants their 99 cent download and that those awards just speak back to the artistry and the craft and that not only people who are fans listening to this appreciating it but industry people Mm -hmm. listening to it and and singling you out and saying that's
2: worthwhile, that, that's, you know, standard among peers is, is higher now. Thank you. Thank you. And to be accepted amongst your peers is such, such a big thing. You know, that's, um, it's, those awards aren't popularity awards. Mm. You know, there's a whole range of people that vote, particularly the, the radio voted awards so I was quite blown away and incredibly grateful and you that. get played on NPR quite frequently um echoes echoes plays my music yeah and they yeah I know it's amazing at one stage I actually had a song playing on the NPR uh, website it was when, when you went to their website there was a song <laughs>
1: That's so fantastic. Now you just need to be in all the movies and the TV shows.
2: Yes, that's That's where this...
1: I can see this place in in movies and TV shows, so all of you out there that are producers, you need to get in touch with Fiona because she has a gift for translating, and and what I can feel when you're playing is a scene. I can feel Mm -hmm. the scene come about, and it is artwork because I'm interpreting that maybe not how you initially imagine
2: that but that's how it's moving me and I'm there mm. I can feel it I'm in it I actually think of myself first and foremost as a storyteller at the piano that's what I do beautiful. I paint the pictures with the music
1: that's so beautiful that's amazing I love it so of all the songs you've ever composed and, and written I know you're you're cringing at
2: my asking this but what is your favorite song because it's a bit like saying which child do you love the most <laughs> That is really, really difficult. There's three that come to mind, so I'm not quite sure which one to say first. I I think my special song in terms of the one that's been uh, the most accessible to the public, the one that was on on a Grammy-winning album, um, a song that came to me because a woman sent me an email completely out of the blue that she'd lost a child mm. and that my music helped her to recover and that 10 years earlier um, this this little girl was stillborn and she named her Grace and she said my, my music helped her get through that and that here she was now 10 years later with her six-year-old daughter and she named her Sophie Grace oh and that they would sit down together and remember her baby sister. And so I wrote Grace, and it was on a Grammy-winning album, and it, and I sang a version of it on my own album, Signature Synchronicity, and I put lyrics to it, and people listened to it, and it makes them cry, and the woman I wrote it for ran up on stage when I performed it at the uh, Sydney Women's Jazz Festival and, and cried, and I've had such an incredible response to this piece of music. And... Um, I don't cry anymore when I when I play it and sing it. Um, it took me a little while, but it's yeah, it's it's called grace, and it's probably probably one of my favorite. It touches my soul the most.
1: Well, it makes me cry just hearing the story. <laughs> it just touches me hearing that, and and that's the beauty of music. It it moves through time and space, and yeah. and it moves people, and it moves people indefinitely.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, I can feel that. And it was also used by AMA, which is the um, Australian um, Gay Marriage. Group, which I'm very proud to be um, a part of, and it was kind of a little bit of a a sort of an an anthem for them because because the lyrics go to be with grace, to live with grace, always with grace. So it has that second layer of meaning. (laughs) That's beautiful. That's perfect. And what was a, a second song that you love so much? Calling Earth. Um, And that's, um, it's about being very sort of grounded and having your feet on the planet. But I wrote it with being as if you're in space and you're an angel and you're looking back and you're calling the planet. And there's five layers of vocals on there. And so it's all the angels singing. I'm one of the angels. It was interesting because I, I've got a soprano, I've got I've got these amazing vocalists um, doing these these beautiful parts. And then I went in at the end and filled all the dissonant notes that nobody else had done. You know, so I went in to, to do this kind of almost off layer. But when you put it all together, it sounds like this this choir of of discord then then resolves. And um, and we use the cello as if it was a radio calling from space. So it makes all the. It's Eugene Fryson, who's an incredible cellist, and and he plays plays the cello as if it's sort of a radio tuning in from space. And it's all very very delicate. So that would be probably one of my other favorites. And I love performing that one live as well. And I played it last night. That was the first song I played.
1: It's so beautiful. Her music is so moving. I can't say it enough. And we'll be right back. With more Fiona Joy right here on Making Life Brighter Radio. Stay tuned.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you
4: seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning, based on the energetic healing property of natural semi precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers. For years with a fine eye for energy and aesthetic Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine, protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines, break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite, choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at designs by Winifred or email at info at designs Tom. to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam
3: sanctuary.
1: We're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and this morning we have special guest from Australia, Fiona Joy, who is a solo pianist, a composer, and in China they refer to her with a nickname of the Piano Angel. And Fiona tours China and plays for the Chinese people in specialty concerts where she showcases and even alters her compositions to assist in meeting them in their culture and how they see and feel her music and interpret it. It's amazing and she's amazing and beautiful both inside and out. And if you get an opportunity to see Fiona play live, you have to experience this. If you can't have that opportunity immediately, then please go to fionajoy.com and check out the music there. She has a new album out called Into the Mist and she has other award-winning albums, Signature Synchronicity and Blue Dream is one of hers that is wonderful. And do you have
2: a Christmas album too? I do have a Christmas album and that's a, that's a bit of a story because I actually thought that doing a Christmas album would somehow be, be easy. And I got the shock of my life. I thought I would, you know, play Silent Night and I'd get all my favourite Christmas carols together and I'd just sort of, um, you know, write an arrangement based on on sort of how I approach music. And I had to delay the recording session because I didn't want to, I just didn't want to follow all the clichés. I wanted to do something that was completely different and not like anyone else had done. So I would touch on the songs and then move into my own compositions and then come back. And I use Paraguayan harp and I do jingle bells with the Australian didgeridoo. Ah, you know, doing bird calls and it. dingo calls and and it turned into just this um, totally different album that you can probably listen to year round because it's it's a lot of original music in it as well. So it, it turned into something that was a lot of fun and went a completely different direction to what I expected.
1: Isn't that beautiful? It's like being open to the inspiration as it comes and mm-hmm. And isn't that a bit of
2: discovery within your own music? Absolutely, learning learning to follow where you're taken and listening for guidance on that and knowing knowing when to be able to change directions. I think that's... You know of all the people that
1: i've worked with here in los angeles that are at the top of their game as musicians the one thing that's always struck me and also even going to the grammys is how humble true musicians at the top of their game are they are truly Mm -hmm. humble and they they work with one another there's no one that's greater in that moment it's the music that's greater and it's playing to the music itself and what the music needs to express
2: absolutely you're so right about the people that are, are the geniuses are so humble, and they're usually quite unsure of themselves because they're not—they're not, they're not um, you know—they're not wannabes. They're there; they're there already. They're, they have integrity in what they do, and that translates to them having a certain amount of, um, I guess, insecurity and humbleness. And, and, I, and I've met some inc- incredible musicians that are—you would think would be so self-assured and sometimes they're not well that makes them real too and it makes
1: them you know human and we all have our insecurities and how did you
2: come to this journey how did you find yourself doing this well I started writing music when I was eight years old so I've been doing this my whole life and I I was probably you know a cupboard composer until one day my mother said to me if you don't do something with your music you've wasted your whole life and it's a little bit like having something that is so important to you it's what exactly what defines you and if you put it out there and you fail you've lost everything So you hold on to it because the dream's tangible. While ever it's still in your head, you can visit it. You can be the world's best piano player. You can play that A grade movie in your head, walk out on stage. You can make 3000 people clap and cheer. You can win Oscars. You can do it all in your head. But if you go into the recording studio and you fail, you've lost your dream. And that was what stopped me. I think that was what stopped me. You were afraid to fail. I was afraid to fail. And then yes. have the the dream dashed. Yes, I was afraid to fail. And I, I did go into the recording studio because my mother was right. My whole life was going to be a complete and total waste. I was not going to be doing what I was put here to do. And um, I, I. she said, get over yourself, was one of her words. <laughs> and that's the truth. Get over yourself. It's not about you. It's about sharing your gift in whatever format it comes out share the gift because to hold on to a gift is, and not share it is is a crime really it's your job it's your duty it's god given share it i think that's that says it all that's gorgeous it gives me chills as you say <laughs> that <laughs> and i was particularly lucky because when I did go into the recording studio, doors opened left, right and centre. I mean, I've, I've recorded with, with Will Ackerman, who is the founder of Wyndham Hill, you know, with, I have Tony Levin is my bass player. <laughs> you know, just incredible, incredible musicians. You know, Luca Bloom, Jeff Haynes, who, all these people work with You know, some of the top musicians. I've been so fortunate. Um, and I know a lot of people do give it a go and, and lose their dream because this is a hard industry, really hard industry. I guess all I can say is believe in yourself and ultimately do it for two reasons. Do it for the right reasons. Do it for yourself and to share your gift. And what comes to you after that is just, you know, just put it out there. And how have you navigated the music industry? Because it isn't easy. It's not easy, uh, particularly if you're a sensitive person. You have to be very careful. There are a lot of sharks out there. Um, I've learnt that along the way, but I'm also incredibly strong, it's strong-willed, and determined, and probably able to sort of step back and judge other people by. The, I don't know whether it's their aura or something about them, but to know to listen, listen to the angels, go where you are meant to go, and you will be guided, and, and stand up for yourself when you need to as well. Uh, that's a good lesson. A
1: really good note to to follow through with for anyone in life, you know? We have all these possibilities in front of us and which door do you, do you take and which road do you go down? And, and what do you feel? Because on this show, we, we talk, you know, depth and reality about our guests here and the people that come to share with us. What do you
2: feel is a challenge that you had and that you've overcome in doing your work? I never wanted to be in front of the curtain. But for me to share my music, I had to get over myself and get in front of that curtain. And now I can walk out on stage in front of thousands of people. I've learned to become the actress that needs to entertain that crowd of people. Yes. The first time I did it, I I spent six weeks. I thought I was gonna die on nerves. <laughs> and now I just take it in my stride and I do it. And, I, and I've learned that if I want this career, if I wanna share my music, I have to be able to I have to be able to do that and that was really hard for me I'm a behind-the-scenes person and here I am now and in front of in front of the cameras person which has been the biggest and the hardest journey for me and do you feel like you've overcome that now now it's easier for you and, and you and your piano become one in front of those people Absolutely, and that's what saves me. I become one with the piano. The piano's my best friend, so it's just me and the piano. I'm not quite sure how I, how I go with, um, you know, the, the thousands of people sitting watching, you know, or the, or the cameras when you're doing a photo shoot or, you know, when you're doing TV and stuff like that. I think I've learnt to put that extra layer in there of protection and, and become an actress.
1: Well, really. it's a bit like being naked, and I don't think... Really, people understand that. They appreciate artists being naked, so to speak, in front of them, but you really are. You're vulnerable in the moment,
2: You learn to wear the hats, absolutely, and you put the vulnerable hat on when you're writing music and performing it so that you can give it as it's intended, and you put the business... Um, hat on and you turn into the business person that does the job the product. You put yourself out there as a product and you protect yourself because that's out in front of that product. Mm-hmm. Like a can of Coke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like a can of Coke. <laughs> so now as you step into your next bit what's upcoming
2: for you? Well I just wrote an album last week <laughs> and, and I recorded it well, actually, I didn't actually totally write it last week. I've been writing it over the last maybe six months. But some of it I wrote literally the day before I recorded it. That will be coming out. It's with Blue Coast Records, who are content partners with Sony for Hi res. That comes out ne- early next year. And I'm so excited because like all musicians, the thing that we're into that we love the most is what we're writing and doing right now. You know, everything else is so, you know, last whenever, <laughs> last year. <laughs> in the past, yeah. <laughs> it's in the past. So e- even though I've literally just released Into the Mist and, and people are reviewing it as if it's my strongest album, I'm excited about what I recorded last week that's coming out next February. Well, I got a sampling of something
1: of that um, mm-hmm. in the last few days, and I am, am in awe just ah, uh, I I mean, your music is just so organic and flowing. It, it's like drifting with angels, and I and I mean that. And why the Chinese people say you're the piano angel? It's just such a perfect description of the energy you channel through and what you're doing in your music as you become one with the piano. And so I suppose you you've been playing on all kinds of different pianos and I apologize that this one is not at that tuned level and it's sort of ironic it's a bit Mm. of a joke that you've come (laughs) into and here you are and you're playing on this piano but tell us you know seriously you and your instrument are one tell us some of the instruments that you've loved playing on and what that means to you what is it about those high-end instruments that you've
2: played with well, I've probably played most brands of, of piano. The first thing I ask when I go into a hall is, um, what's the piano? <laughs> <laughs> because it gives me an indication of, of the standard of the instrument that I'm going to be performing on. My, my favourite piano and the piano that I actually own at home and the piano that I've recorded three of my albums on in various locations is a Stuart and & Sons and it's a handmade Australian piano using a different tuning system, breaking all the traditions of how a piano is made. It's got extra notes. And I've been asked to record the first album on on the world's first 108-key piano, which is commissioned to be completed by next October. And we'll be recording that to DSD or tape. We're not actually sure yet, but it'll be one of the highest resolutions uh, for the audiophile world. So I have to figure out how to write for a 108-key piano that I don't actually have (laughs) to practice on (laughs) yet. I'm sure
1: that it will come to you naturally. And on that note, we're going to talk more with Fiona Joy right here on Making Life Brighter Radio. Stay tuned, we'll be right back with more Fiona Joy.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voiceamerica.
4: Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers For years, with a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com. Um To help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary.
1: And we're back. We're with Fiona Joy today, and you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. If you would like to hear this show or any of the other shows archived, you can go to voiceamerica.com to the Making Life Brighter Radio show, and you can listen to all the archives there on the player. You can also find the player at makinglifebrighter.com on the radio tab. And we have the very tremendous gift and pleasure of having Fiona Joy here with us today. She has played for us, and if you missed that earlier, you'll have to go back to the archive and check it out, and we will also have a treat coming up, and we'll play the show out with one of her new songs off of her album, Into the Mist, which she just launched at a uh, Sony-sponsored launch party here in Los Angeles last week and I can't say enough about the inspirational music that Fiona has brought to us today, and you know, Fiona is compared to George Winston, for all of you out there that are fans of George Winston music, and she is not only compared to him, she's sort of, as they say, taking over where George left off, though George might not like to think of it that way.
2: <laughs> I've, I've had people say that, but, I, but for me, I'm George Winston's biggest fan. That's i love mean. george winston <laughs> i love what he does and and i i actually think I'm, qu- I'm quite different i think i'm a more female sort of sort of rounded melodic version george's what he does is absolutely stunning um his tamarack pines is just still probably one of my favorite piano pieces uh, the hard thing is going to be that um he's got an amazing album out and he's He's in the Grammys mm-hmm. this year, so and so are you. Yeah, you're neck to neck, and then, yeah. <laughs> how absolutely. does that make you feel to, well, to be to solo piano? Albums? Yes, uh, look, it's it's a it's a great pleasure to you know to be mentioned in the same sentence and compared to George Winston. Uh, given that I that I am his greatest fan, and I discovered him when I was twenty years old, and I met um, Will Ackerman years and years and years later, and I've had. had the experience to record five albums now with Will Ackerman, who was George Winston's producer.
1: Unbelievable. Isn't it beautiful how synchronicity and life comes together and the dreams that you were talking about? And then they sort of come around and here you are with these people that you think are wonderful and great. And and now you're up against that this year in Grammys. And in, in a
2: way, it's not a competition. It's an honor, isn't it? absolutely these awards don't define you in any way Uh, you know you you put your stuff in there because that's just what you do that's part part of what we do Mm -hmm. to get our music out there Um, but just just to be able to yeah ever ever be mentioned in the same sentence as George Winston Wow
1: (laughs) well what you're recording and the level of your sound quality is going to define your future of your music being out there as true artwork and your music has, um, as it's described, a bit of holographic sound. Can you explain that to
2: us? Well, Into the Mist is recorded by um, Blue Coast Records, who, as I mentioned before, are content partners with Sony uh, for high res. And um, Blue Coast have developed, they have a proprietary recording technique um, developed for the audio file listening experience, and it's called ESE, which stands for Extended Sound environment and every part of the recording chain uh, is optimized with the highest quality gear so it's a totally different listening experience and I've recorded everything in a single take um, you know and yeah, that says something <laughs> <laughs> which is a lot of fun because you've really got to get it perfect and, and if you can't do it in two or three takes you, you shouldn't be there so well, isn't isn't being a musician at this level a bit of you against you
1: it's sort of like the the Olympic athletes it's you against you it's it's your best
2: against your best you know yeah yeah my job is to sit down and be able to perform that piece not so much technically perfectly but to be able to to put the energy of the piece of music where it came from why it was written put that into the performance and and sort of give something to the audience so that when they listen to it it's not just a perfect piece of music it's a great piece of music that's that's saying it's got to have something to say You've got to be able to give something to the audience. And so that's that's the whole idea.
1: And it's your story. You're so beautiful. Uh, I hope you'll come back and visit us again. And uh, you have a piece that we're going to play on the way out. But I always ask somebody at the end of an interview one question. What makes your
2: life brighter? What makes my life brighter is the discovery of new new notes, new notes that I've never discovered before that, that tell stories that, that say something that enable me to share my music. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for coming. And I'd like you to
1: describe what we're going to be listening to as it plays out.
2: Well, interestingly, because we've just talked about sort of sad storytelling music. Um, I did say to uh, one of my producers, what will happen to me if ever I get happy? will the well of music dry up? And, and Will Ackerman said, no, you'll just start writing happy music. So I think it's um, fitting that we finish with a happy piece. It's called A Walk in the Park. It's from Into the Mist with Blue Coast Records. And um, it's, yeah, it's one of my favourite pieces of music. I've written at least uh, three or four happy pieces now. <laughs> and what key is this in? Uh, let me think. I think it's in G i mm-hmm. yeah, major. major absolutely yes. g major a walk in the park off of the album into the mist
1: you can go to fionajoy.com and you can listen to all of her music there and you can check out all the many albums that she has you're listening to making life brighter radio and here it is a walk in the park by fiona joy
0: listening to making life brighter on the health and wellness channel be sure to join us every thursday at 10 a.m for information inspiration and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness for more information and a complete show schedule please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com making life brighter successfully helping you feel better from the inside out go jolly